The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by Hilltown Electrical. Hilltown Electrical deals with both domestic and commercial jobs. You can find them on Facebook or by contacting them on 07793 847 390. Coming up on this week's episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. It was two all in Perth, but three points dropped for Dundee. We go over the substitutions and what we felt changed the game. Dundee's transfer business is finished as we welcome two new players into the squad. Just how good is Owen Beck? And we finish it off with the fans' Q&A. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host Daniel Smith and making a warm welcome to return to the podcast after a lengthy layoff is Mr Paul Gray. Paul, how are you doing mate? I'm great mate. Glad to be back. It's Glad to be back weeks. from suspension. Yeah, it's been a few weeks mate. A few weeks. <laughs> I thought you were going to be going in the Bosman ruling for a wee while eh? but you've, you've clawed yourself back into my affections or you're closer to your router so your internet isn't as dodgy. And that's exactly it, mate. That's exactly mate. I've done a lot on the training field. I've worked my way, with my way back into your heart, you know. So glad to be here. <laughs> oh well, Paul, it's a, a a good good podcast to come back to because you are good at moaning, mm. and what better time to come back after Dundee flung away three points? So it was. Dundee versus St Johnston or St Johnston versus Dundee if you're inclined to go for that home and away uh, tag. Uh, what a performance from Dundee in 80 minutes. Obviously the last 10 minutes it was absolutely dire and we basically gifted them a point but Paul, you you went to the game. I'm still quite poorly. I never went to the game. Uh, man flew. So... <laughs> <laughs> but um, you you were there. I watched it on uh, TV, DTV. It was it was three points dropped, wasn't it? Ah, right here we go, here we go, man. I mean, see, to be fair, right? I've never seen like a Dundee team completely controlling a game like that. Not just a game against St Johnston, though. Just like a controlling a game. Um, but it's just. Everybody's saying it, mate. It just feels like a defeat. What was that? Yeah. Losing the two goals like that. Nah, feels like an absolute defeat. Didn't have any words after the game. We should have been sauntering down the road. Hey, two point, three points, happy days, 2-0, 3-0, But nah, 2 all. Yeah, I stayed clear of social media last night. I basically didn't even look at my phone as much because just when you're so deflated after... A performance, I know a performance, a, a result like that, when Dundee mm-hmm. were by and far the the best team on the park, the, the opening 45 minutes, it was all Dundee, and then obviously uh, in the second half, up until they got, uh, I'd probably say just before they got the goal, they, they, they were coming into the game, but for the majority of that game, it was just all Dundee, it was a commanding performance, and Johnston were making mistakes left, right and centre, I mean, how many times did they pass the ball to a player only for it to... Uh, go out a play, just Dundee harassing and harrying their players, and it was it was the complete performance. And should have been three, four, five nil, but it wasn't. It was two all, and it was just that 
sense of it's Dundee. Two nils never enough. It's a dangerous scoreline, mate. It is On a dangerous the, yeah. scoreline. I know. On the performance, it shouldn't have been. Um, mate, we were mate for seventy minutes. We were running the show. Absolutely running the show. More possession, create more chances, limiting them to next to nothing. And like you says, at the game, I lost count of many times that they were no ideas, so they would zing the ball out and it would go out for a throw-in. Hey, get up, yeah. Hey. That's what we were limiting them to. They'd run out of ideas. And then something changed. Yeah, but we'll, we'll pop on to that soon. But uh, first half, very good performance, Dundee. Um, and we capped it off by taking the lead just before, well, I'll say just before uh, half time. But it was, what was it, about 10, 10 minutes before half time? Uh, yeah. Bakayoko, or Baka as he's affectionately called, I've noticed in the interviews with Tony Dawkins, stuff like that. It's called Baka, so we'll go with that. Um, yeah. uh, ahead of that, I, not much pace that. And to be fair, it went right across. The goalkeeper went past the St. Johnson defenders. I think a lot of people expected Tiffany to absolutely like rattle that ball into the back of the net. He kind of missed it, and it was a goal, but it was a good first goal from the, the striker. I've seen a few people giving the goal to Tiffany, but... I think it was given as Tiffany, mate. Was it, was it given for Tiffany? Because I've given it I'm to certain Bakayoko. I'm certain it was. I'd be giving it to Bakayoko, because the many times I've seen the replay, I don't think Tiffany's got a touch on the ball, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see it getting a touch on him either. Um, obviously, I, updating the, the archive, I'll need to see what Dundee put it down as, and I think more importantly, what the uh, Scottish Premiership put it down as on their official website, because ultimately it goes down as whatever's on that website, because mm-hmm. this came from the ref. But, I mean, to me, it's his goal all day long. I didn't see a touch coming off Tiffany that... Because if he touches that, it's it's going a different direction, in my opinion. Yeah, but, um, you, you can see it from you can see it from behind the goal when it's came in. It's it's like the ball's no, it's no changed. It's movement. I don't think he's. I don't think Tiffany's touched that. He'd be giving it the back every day of the week. But what a wee ball in for Robertson as well for it, man. It was just a nice wee, like they said on the TV, a wee change of angle from the free kick, and he just just that lovely wee floated ball in. Good header from back of Yoko though. Get up that height, man. Just get it on target. That was it. Yeah, I, I like the I liked that assist from Robertson because I think everybody thought because it was in a good position for an in swinger. I think everybody thought it was just going to be taken from that set piece, but obviously they yeah. played the ball to Robertson. He took a, a touch, uh, maybe another one, and then uh, you know flung it in, and it's went right onto back his head and in the back of the net, and it, it was what Dundee deserved. Hundred percent. Um, I don't think there was many chances up to then. There was a few kind of iffy ones. I think the one the keeper kind of came out to get the ball and never got it. The ball fell to Tiffany. He took a few touches and put it past the post. And I think an, an earlier one from Baca as well, um, a wee cuddler, and it oh, yeah. went, just went past the post. So there wasn't a lot of chances in the, in, in the first half. I think St. Johnston had one. I think it was Sam McClelland at the start. The ball kind of hung up, and he went in for the header. And uh, I don't, he never got his positioning right either, and it went over the bar. But that Can't was about that it from them. There was two, um, a good few pints down by then, were you? Absolutely. 
I don't remember that at all, mate. I remember well, back in Oko's... Thank God for that. To be fair, though, I was making wee notes in my, my notepad on my phone, you know, because I'm a sap. But anyway, but yeah, back in Yoko's yeah. shot, man, he, he looked up for it, mate. He looked like he was choking to get that first goal. So as, as far as I'm concerned, fuck the Scottish Premiership website, it's back in Yoko's goal. <laughs> like and touch him going, sorry. Oh, yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. And going back about Robertson with his wee flight, I thought he had a really good game as well, man. thought he had a really good game. Yeah, it's another uh, starting position for him, and he has, he is more than held his own. But we're all surprised that he got the starting spot last week against Aps. Yeah. Fantastic for me. Uh, but was it for McCowan? He was my man in a match, and then he has then mm. played in uh, this game against St Johnston. And again, it's not looked like he has been on the fringes for the past few seasons, not getting any games. He's just he's just inserted into that that role and done brilliantly. Which again, I'm not surprised he has because I've spoke highly of him, and uh, especially in pre-season, I just believe that there is a player there that will benefit Dundee. Yeah. He also burst onto the scene when he was 16 year old and he took a, a good few years to get back into the team, but he's a young player and to me, he's only going to get better, especially be playing in this top flight. Mm-hmm. In the last two games, well, the Hearts game and this game there, I, th- I, th- I think he looks a lot more mature. I think that's it. No hashy-bashiness come... about him, do you know what I mean? Aye, I guess but... he's filling the ball and pff, brilliant. I think that's what comes with playing at an early age in the first team. You're going to mature quickly, uh, mm-hmm. more than other players. And I know that he's had a few, he's had a couple of loans, or at least one loan. I think it was at Cove, and it mm-hmm. never worked out as well for him. But then again, that's another learning curve for the for the player. So he's had uh, the highs of breaking into a Dundee team at such an early age, and he's had the lows of dropping up the team, going on a loan to not making an impact there, and then coming back and forcing himself back into. Uh, the start of the eleven, so there's going to be a mm-hmm. lot of maturity in this player now, and again, it will only be beneficial for Dundee. That's that, because the amount of players that you see the head go down if it's not working out, but he's he, he's come back into the team and he's looked an absolute brilliant player. Like, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, I'm liking the look at him. Must admit, but the second half, <clears throat> um, this is when it seemed like. St Johnston fans were kind of getting on the players back because Dundee done a lot of passing about and looking for, uh, you know, trying to find the the, the through ball and, and whatnot. And, but when St Johnston tried it, the, the players were hearing the, the sound of the, the crowd kind of having a little moan and stuff like that. And that's when they would make even more mistakes without Dundee having to be near them. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah they were on getting on their back. Dundee were, they just had them in the palm of their hand. And... Um, and then they weren't performing at all. They then flung on three substitutions within like 10 minutes of the restart. Yeah. It never really seemed to work for them then either. And then Dundee got the, the, the crucial second goal, which which we thought was crucial at the time because we thought it was yeah. sending us on our way. Um, a, a great corner and an even better header from uh, Lamy to score on his Dundee debut. See the game I thought was Shaughnessy. Oh yeah, me as well. (laughs) (laughs) I'd see the game I thought was Shaughnessy that scored. It wasn't until after the game I had to check it. I was like, oh what? Because maybe see when the second goal went in, I think everybody moved down about three, four in rows. uh, It was pure pandemonium (laughs) in the scenes, limbs, if you want to say it. 
<laughs> but what a mate, see, it was classy. Like Owen Beck coming over and Abdi singing his name and everything. It was just brilliant, great atmosphere. But what a ball in, man. What a ball. I was just begging for somebody to get on the end of that. Perfect spot. Like, your keeper's not going to come for that. Just right on the right on the tip of the six yard box, man. Brilliant whipped in ball. Brilliant header. We were coasting, mate. Coasting. Yeah, as soon as, as, soon as that ball hurt. Lammy's head, there was no other destination for that than the back of the net, and it nestled oh. there finally. Oh, mate, you nearly burst the net, man. Come on, nestled. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he had a, a good game. I felt he's been on the fringes, even in his interview afterwards. He's mentioned that he did feel a little bit rusty in the game. Um, <clears throat> he's been kind of doing pre season the last two months, so he has played mm. catch up, but he's got over. 200 appearances to maybe 250 in this top flight. He is the type of experience that we are looking for, and especially after the way the game ended, he's the type of experienced defender we need to pick up the team for the youngsters that mm. haven't been in this position before. But again, we will go on about that later on. So it wasn't too long after the, the second goal <clears throat> that the ball, Tiffany, free on goal, <sighs> it was um, uh, some... Uh, Slight passes by the St. Johnston defenders at the back. Um, I can't remember who collected the ball, passed it to Tiffany. It was McKillen. It was McKillen, that was it. He collected Mate, it was the ball. Like, it was like a carbon copy of the hearts. Like Dundee closing them down, making a wee, wee mistake. Comes to McKillen, but this time McKillen passes it. <laughs> Rightly, so <laughs> yeah. obvious. Rightly so, obviously. But, oh, mate, that net was waiting to be burst. See, at the time, I thought, what an incredible save. What an incredible save! But see, watching it again, he's got a score. Yeah, I mean, score. you do any any one on ones like that, and the keeper gets a hand to it. You would say it's a good save. You can't attack that away for for the keepers because they're basically on hiding to nothing. If they get the hand to it, then that's like yeah, good save. But at the same time, he should be putting that in the back of the net. He, oh, he was he's most central though. I just don't know. I just don't know if he should have put it to his other side, but. It just seemed like it was just falling all into place for Dundee if that mm-hmm. went in. It just seemed mm-hmm. like we were on the ascendancy and it was just, well, we were just going to score another goal and that was it. would have been game over, mate. That would have been game over. Like, yeah. it would have absolutely game over. I thought you should open his body a wee bit and put it in another corner, but hey-ho. Ah, just, and take nothing away from him. I thought he had another brilliant game. He's a wee menace, eh? He's an absolute yeah. menace. Yeah, that was the only... The only con against his uh, pros and cons performance, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this tab. Eh? Uh, so that that was it because he does. He, he was pulling defenders uh, wide. He was like making space. He was stretching the defence. He was doing everything that we know Scott Tiffany can do because uh, we've seen it plenty of times in the championship last season. It's oh, just a classy a, player. Like. Yeah, it's just a pity that he couldn't cap that performance with a goal to to kill that game. Oh, but he did get a goal, did he? Did he not? Nah, well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm sorry, he's got, like it says, at the, at the first time seeing it at the game, that by this point it obviously sobered up a little bit, so I was able to actually see it and remember it. But yeah, nah, I was like, what a save, man, turning around to Abdi, what a save by, whoa, and seeing it again. Mm. But to be fair to the keeper, he made himself big. You know, he made himself big, made Tiffany make the choice, but I, th- I think Tiffany made the wrong choice, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> Like you, like you were saying, Con, I would say that's the only blemish on his... <laughs> yeah, that's uh, probably a yeah, more polite way of saying it. Um, 
Con seems like he's he's uh, he's a criminal offence or something like that. <laughs> well, to be fair, that was a criminal offence missing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then of St Johnston, the the one of the substitutes, Chris Kane, absolutely rattled the Dundee crossbar, and that was the warning sign right there that they could mm-hmm. possibly get back into this game. And either side of that miss, we've seen uh, Howley making his debut coming on for Robertson, which never had any problem we, we, with a substitution if it's uh, just a like-for-like like or something like that. But then just after that, we seen Boateng coming off for Sela. Mm-hmm. I've totally butchered his name as well. Mosilla, um, how could Mo, you get it Mo wrong? Mosilla, Mosilla. <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh, he's came on, and we've basically took apart our centre midfield mm-hmm. and put on somebody for their debut and somebody who'd only just came on for what ten minutes, fifteen minutes the last game. So it did seem at the time like. What? <laughs> What's, why are we mm-hmm. doing this? Because even for me, if you want to bring on one of those players, or both of them, maybe sacrifice one of the strikers. Because we're winning 2-0, you didn't give up the midfield. You're actually strengthening your, your midfield. We're winning that battle anyway. Let's just totally just like annihilate them there. And then if we can hit them on the break, we'll hit them on the, hit on the break. It's... I still didn't get the reasoning behind them substitutes. I don't understand it either, mate. And see, at the time, I was kind of like, why is Robertson going off? He's having a great game. He's, he's Him and Botan were strolling it in the middle of the park. And like we've said many times before, they were limited and they had nothing. But then to bring on these boys that, one, aren't a match fit, to give them game time in their legs, you know what I mean? And it just freed that boy. Uh, who was the boy in the middle of the park for him? Phillips. Daniel Phillips. Mm-hmm. The guy, I think he was number 34, I can't mind. But that was him. He was like, well, hey, I've got all this space. I can pick out the right passes. I can get the boys into the game. It, and then he was running the show on his own, single-handedly. I just don't understand. That was our strong point in the middle of the park. Nobody was getting through us with Botang and Robertson. You take them off, what happens? I know. It, it kind of gave me the feels of last season under Gary Boyer when we made substitutes just to make substitutes. We had it we had the you know it was Boyer esque. I was gonna <laughs> say that. It well, was. I just felt like it was he was like I says bringing on boys. I can understand if it mate, if it was three nil. If it was three nil, I could understand bringing on those two boys. I could totally understand it. Give them like I says minutes and legs and whatnot. But no at two nil. No at two nil when you're absolutely romping in the middle of the park. Nah. Totally changed everything there. Yeah, like you said, it was a strong point. Don't break up the strong point. No. Because then you become weak. And that's Play what your happened. strengths. Yes. Um, and it wasn't too long after them substitutes that um, St. Johnston got the equaliser. It was a back post header from Max. Have we even attempt. spoke about their first goal yet? Have we? Can't no. Mind. We're just going on about that now. <laughs> How drunk were you at this game? You just said equaliser. Did I? Yeah, but you how did. Drunk, how drunk am I then? <laughs> <laughs> no, they the pulled the goal back. <laughs> so the the first goal that they pulled back. Um, 
I will <laughs> attempt the name. It was Max Kucheryavi. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Kucheryavi. Kucheryavi, yeah, we'll go with that. Right. <laughs> we he, um, he found, he was just basically unmarked. Back post header, in you go. Um, Defence slack. Defence was slack there. He should have been picked up. I can't, who was beside him again? Was it Beck? Beck. Yeah. And, and we're going to go on a bit Beck uh, soon, but it was probably the, again, it Blemish. Started as, not, yeah, that's going to be the Blemish word of the day. Blemish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One. <laughs> but, um, mate, it started on the other side. See, when I watched it again, I was kind of like, why is McGee not closing the boy down? He's just, okay, he's jockeying him, but just get a foot in. Get a foot in. Yeah. And then obviously they managed to whip the ball in, fair enough. But yeah, it was Beck's lad, like, it's his man. Mm-hmm. Disappointing. But before their equaliser, let's talk about <laughs> a miss that was. I don't want to make it sound Tiffany's sound like really bad, but. It was a miss much worse, 100% worse than Tiffany's running, was through on goal. It looked like, before he took the shot, that the St. Johnston defender, defenders actually, because there were two of them there, had just gave up the ghost and were kind of slacking off on him. They must have thought, I'm not getting to him, he's going to get the shot in. Rudden takes a shot that doesn't even hit the target and hits the side netting, just hits the side netting. That's how bad it was. I, I, I don't get his logic. I don't get his thinking, what he's trying to do. He's trying to be cheeky and put it in the keeper's side. Oh, man. The side that, that goes the back got to covered. Being... Exactly. Mate, that goes back to, like, primary school football, man. You had that across the keeper. Like, has he not got the confidence to open, again, open his body and put it in the bottom corner? Mate, he could have squared it. Mm-hmm. He could have squared it for, I think it was Riley coming through. Yeah. And then when you watch it again, you can actually see Riley hand in there. Like, he's it. Like, I'd, 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 mate, see at the time. Oh, man. His confidence might be shot after that. And no wonder. He looked embarrassed. See when you watch See when you watch the highlights again, after he's after he's hit that shot and he, he, he turns around to run back, obviously, to get in position, you can see it in his face. Eh? He looks to the bench, eh? he's, and rightly so, he should be embarrassed with that attempt. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I know you said you stayed off social media and whatnot, but... I'm pretty certain somebody put in the chat saying that Doc was interviewed and actually said nine times out of ten, Rudden scores that. I don't believe that for a minute. I don't. I, I genuinely don't. I just I mean that was his opportunity because obviously there's question marks over him. There's been question marks over him for a long time, um, especially with going on loan to St John's and giving them X amount of percent. Blah 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 blah. blah. That that was his chance to go get it up, you St Johnson fans, and get it up, you the Dundee fans that are giving a shite. It was. But he still fluffed it. Come on, mate. Get on target at least. It's just ah. Oh. I know, because and, and being Can honest, we stop speaking about this, please. I know, I know. I just end it on. No, keep going. He, he seems he, he's a player that looks like he's got potential, but his decision making is something else. I can't mind who I was speaking to after the game and they made a brilliant point. See when you actually look at his like his history and it's you know these goals for say like Falkirk and whatnot, and then, you know, under 17s, 19s, 20s for Scotland scoring goals, and it's like he's just got to 20s and went, that's me, made it. Mate, uh, Everybody at the game as well, like, you just mate, you just looked around, everybody's got their head in their hands. Yeah. It, it, their heads were either in their hands or they were hurling abuse. 
think yeah. it was both. And then uh, obviously the then came the sucker punch. Mm. So Johnston, ninety fifth, ninety sixth minute. Um, seen it coming. Seen it coming. We can't blame Rudden on it because his miss. Obviously, if you buried it, we would have won. But you, you can't blame it on him on missing that chance because we should have had that game dead and buried. Uh, should have been sewn up. Yeah. Should have been sewn up. Yeah. The throwaway, a two goal lead like that. Uh, just uh, it's uh, still gotten today but we had before the goal we had plenty of times to get that ball cleared we just I just I don't know I think it was a lack of experience was kicking in at the, this point and for some it was players, panic yeah it was needless panic, panic mate calamitous defending I mean, nobody was getting like a proper foot in. Nobody was getting a proper header onto the ball to get it clear. It was too many fluffs here, and ah, just aye. I think, like I'm no way to go off on one on other players, eh? But it just seemed like some players were trying to be clever as well. We trying to get the ball, um, even they should just be getting it and fucking hoofing it up the park. Get to the park, yeah. This didn't try and control it and trying to do something cute with it. Just if you've got the ball and you've got your back to the to their half, just try and flick it up or just try and try Mate, just fucking kick it the way you're facing it. Kick it the way you're facing it. I mean, yeah. it, obviously you had Brian Irvin on the pod not that long ago. What would he done? He would have just launched it into orbit. Do you know what I mean? Like, just, I felt nobody took, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, uh, doesn't matter. I'm I'm absolutely fizzing. Eh? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm reliving yesterday all over again. Obviously, <laughs> it's just abysmal. That like, it, it, just an absolute sucker punch, kicking the teeth, kicking the balls, whatever you want to say. It, it, it it's just. Last week, Gary Crocker used the 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 phrase "minging vibes" when it came to St Johnston, and <laughs> <laughs> the only minging vibes that we had yesterday was the the last sixteen minutes. Um, with that, but you know what? As much as we're sitting here moaning, and there we're... was the <laughs> there was <laughs> a lot of positives to take out this game. Absolutely, I think, I think they've. I think what we'll have to realise that is Tony Docker has made substitutions that we're not going to agree upon, and we feel like he's made a mistake. He is a new manager. Obviously, he's been an assistant manager for years upon yeah. years upon years, but he's now a manager. He's made these decisions. Um, obviously we don't feel they've worked out, they've came back in again, he'll learn from this and um, obviously the players as well, there'll be players there that they'll learn from it as well uh, so the losing the two goals and only coming away with a point is, you know we're still thinking about it today and we're still annoyed but the team showed that they can go into these games, they can like outplay teams, they can you know, just grab the game by the scruff of the neck and and not give the opposition much space at all. Mm-hmm. The ability and the performances are there. We just have to get the full 90 minutes. And even if we start making these substitutions, we've got to learn that if we start to lose the, the, the battle in the middle, middle of the park, then maybe some players might need to step up and maybe just, yes, just show a bit of aggression thing is, talk, talk the players through it you know I don't know mm. I don't know if you were losing the battle in the middle of the park you make the changes but if you're winning that battle there's no changes needed as far as I'm concerned uh, you know for what me, 
I was just made to say, Paul, I was just made to go on a big rant about something and I realised that, you know what, if we're going to make the, them, them changes, then we don't have to worry about it, so. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's just, I do I do hope that the players, manager, learn. That's the main thing. You know, it's still a relatively young team that we've got, or the boys that have came in, you know, so there's a lot of learning to be done. But, I mean, I, I just don't, I think if those changes hadn't been made, even one of them, <laughs> if one of them hadn't been made, I think we would have been fine. But uh, to me, that's done on the gaffer, like, Aye, so it was a point of piece. Uh, positive is it's another point on board. Obviously, negative is it should have been three points. We got back on the scoreline again. It's, it could be debated that I got Tiffany, but I'm giving it to him. Um, plenty, of, plenty of positives to come from this game. We just have to learn from our mistakes, which I think we will. I think Tony Docky is a very clever man when it comes to stuff like this. He'll realise that. The, the changes were maybe a little bit too much for that position and uh, that'll not happen again. You know... Like mate, like I was saying, I'm just... I, I, I genuinely feel like it was those boys came on just to get minutes in the legs, but I just... It, it, I can see the reason why he wanted that, Paul. I can see the reason why he wants these players on to get, I get minutes, that. but... Yeah, I know this, if you're fucking yeah. 2 all up. Mate, if you're 3-0, Tiffany's... You know, Tiffany's took his chance. You're 3-0, you're coasting. Yeah. Yeah. But even if, they were in, if, the, if some of the players were in different positions, yeah, I can see them. I can see them wanting to do that, but not when you're taking off your two centre midfielders that are absolutely bossing the middle of the park. I would have took Robinson off because I think he was completely ineffective yesterday. I don't think he was doing much. Yeah, yeah I think. I think. Uh, yeah, if, if the substitution had to be made, I would have. I would have been him off and maybe one of the the midfielders on leaving back up top and then again you can take him off down the line like he did with um, mm. running and I know we've just had a fucking hell of a moan about his miss but that's the kind of changes you, you are kind of looking at doing um, but again it just, wor- it just worries me he's even near the first team mate. Aye, uh, but we've said enough about that but yeah look yeah. live and learn a point away from home should have been three but look it's a point come on let's just Build on it. That's it. Yeah. So that's uh, the, the last game because it's an international break this weekend. So I'll be back to league business and it's going to be against Celtic. Um, and we're not going to preview that one because there's no point because there's about two weeks in between. Um, well, mate, I've ju- I just watched the Old Firm derby there. I, I, <laughs> I'm probably going to eat my words here. Like, Don't but... say it. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, mate, I, I, I wouldn't be worried about them, but I would be worried about if you're on top of Celtic, like Rangers were on top of Celtic, but you've noted your chances. Celtic are just going to turn around. They will have they will have one chance and take it. That, that's that's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're up against these teams. Whatever chance you get, you've got to take it. Cannot, cannot be a near miss. Fucking score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then it's, it's Celtic, isn't it? It's a... Uh... <sighs> Yeah, well, you get many chances against them to, to actually grasp the opportunity, but you know what? We're not going to preview it. We will speak about it uh, when we are back. Um, but mostly made a few signings last week, Paul. Mm-hmm. So we signed Marcel Lewis from Burnley, and let's uh, believe it was on the recommendations of uh, Mr. Charlie Adam. So. Mm-hmm. 
Jal Adam pulling us uh, uh, a wee player at the heart there for a loan. I supposedly you know, heard good things about him. Obviously, you, any player coming through ranks at any football team, you always do hear good things about them. And uh, not not any football team, like <laughs> not like every football team. Made what was he Chelsea youth for about four or five years? He must. He, um, don't be funny. He must have someone about him if he was there for that length of time. It's got to be. Got to be. Yeah. So we've, we've got him in. Um, it's another option in the middle of the park and. Uh, well, kind of attacking midfielder, left winger, I think his positions are. So it's mm-hmm. uh, another attacking option. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, hopefully by the time we come back for the Celtic game, he has uh, up to match fitness. And we've also signed Ryan Howley from Coventry, another player who has got good things said about him. Uh, he came on the game. On Saturday, I don't think he had much time to settle in, to be fair. I think his only contribution was a a skewed shot that went well wide. Um, But again, I've I've got a friend who is a Coventry fan who who rates him highly and he kind of believed that he was going to break into the first team last season or at least Mm. this season. So there was an element of surprise with some of their fans that he had been loaned out. So... We'll yeah, wait to see that. how these do. Yeah, so um, big laddie, like yeah. I mean that—that's what I've enjoyed seeing Dundee building a team of tall, big built guys. You know, it's yeah. Normally, when you see Dundee coming up against teams, and I spoke about it last week when Gary was on it, you see Dundee quite a lot uh, through the years, and we've not really had that kind of presence. And yeah, it's like little and large. Like, mate, you see it, mate, you see it when the teams line up half the time. You know what I mean? Like, obviously doing the shaking of the hands and what, and you just look at the teams and you're like, wait a minute, they're a bunch of midgets compared to them. So it's great having boys six-footers, man. I know yeah. that football's not really about the six-footer hammer throwers, like, but having big boys in the middle of the park or all over the park, I think it helps you, like. Oh, definitely. Especially this league. Yeah, you see, like, the likes of Livingston, they go doing that route. Get the mm-hmm. cruisers in, obviously got a bit about them as well, and and yeah. uh, when you look at them, they've they've been able to, to keep their own in this league, uh, and it's it's just going down the route of a a, a Derek McInnes type uh, team, isn't it? When you, yeah. you see him build at Kamarnik, Aberdeen, you know it's it's not uh, it's just having that and maybe intimidating looking players as well lining up. Yeah, um, and that's what it feels like we're going with. Uh, so yeah, it'll be good to see. You know. I was going to say about the boy Howley, like I wasn't expecting him to be, like, see when he was getting his, doing his interview after he signed it, and he's broad-chested, man, he's fucking, and then when he came on, I was like, bloody hell, big laddie, like, but you're right, he didn't really, he didn't really get into the game, I think, but, I mean, that's again, he's just getting minutes and legs, is he? Yeah, yeah, he was one of them that, he's came on for one of the players for minutes and legs, yeah, um, but we've spoken about St. Johnston game enough. Um, the uh, one thing, one thing. Looking at the league table, though, and I know there's games on today, so we're recording this um, after the Old Fern game. Uh, Rangers have been beaten by Celtic, but they've still got Hibs Aberdeen uh, to play and uh, Hearts, Hearts Motherwell. Um, mm. But looking at the league table already, so teams that we felt. We're going to be around us at the bottom. We're cushioned in between two of them. 
Ross County and Livingston. So fifth, sixth, and seventh is County Dundee Livingston. So when you do look back at the St Johnston game, you do think, oh, we could have done with them. Well, we could have done with them two extra points, but you you think, oh, we could have really done with them because we could have still- really done with them. I'm sure somebody mentioned at one point during the the games yesterday we were third, like just with the way that or third or fourth. You know what I mean? I'm pretty certain it was third. Like, but... I think it was something like there was about six teams on seven points or something. Um, <laughs> so you're like joint top with about like the rest of the league. <laughs> but I think it was like, I think it was only like a small portion of the game. Um, so whoever like looked at the league table at that point, uh, done well spotting that. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's only four games in. There's no panic stations at all. Performance wise, will look like we can. We can do it. We're capable of uh, beating teams. We just have to play the full 90 in the mind. It's like we did against Hearts. We'll play the full 90 and you beat them. So you look at the Motherwell, you look at the St. Man game, and you look at the St. Johnston game, and you are looking at like maybe minimum of four points dropped on mm. them games. Um, Again, against established-ish teams of the Premier. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And, and that's what gives me won. confidence. And but mate, that again, just going back to Hearts, like we won now, held our own defensive, like a pure brick wall. But I just like we're two 0 at St Johnson. Why would we not like that? <laughs> these that's what really fun. fucked me yeah. off. Like but, these things, yeah. the, the players are learn from it. Um, you know, yeah. we've not spoke about one player actually mm. from that game. Well, we did, um, but Owen Beck. What a game he had, by the way. So many like tackles that he put in. There was at least two in the first half that he made that were absolutely pinpoint that stopped a St. Johnston attack near the goal. I think both of them might have been in the penalty box and they were just so like on point. And then he done the same again in the second half. He and he's making the, the runs forward. And he has just a player. I think to myself, we've done really well to get him on loan from Liverpool. How he, did we manage that? Yeah. He he should be playing at a higher level. Ah, oh, come on, you don't put Dundee down like that. Danny. No, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm thinking to myself, like <laughs> he's a player, like yeah. I mean, as, as he just went unnoticed, like and the neighbors picked him up. I think he was on loan at a team last season. Do you know they well at them? And that's it. Neighbors had a look at him because I'm thinking, Jesus, like this boy is a fantastic left back. You can yeah, do it. Looks, you, can, you can defend, you can attack. It's fantastic. It's a whole package with him. Um, but there was times in the game where it, it's brilliant the way he does it. Way he, like Obviously, he's defending a, the St. Johnson player, but it's the way he gets his body in front of the player, wins the ball, and then takes it around the boy and starts to move, starts to go up the pitch again. Mm. He's just, man. I, I, I know we've said it and we've said it all the time, but you, you can tell he's learned for Andy Robertson, like. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he just plays. He plays exactly like him. Yeah. Exactly, he's dangerous going forward. He's got a brilliant, a brilliant. What's a brilliant? He's got a brilliant <laughs> uh, freak <laughs> set piece delivery and whatnot. And he's he's a player. He just okay. Yeah, watch out with the needless bookings and that. We're mouthing off. That'll come. He's young. Um, maybe he lapses in concentration. Obviously, with the two goals. But overall, like Doherty said, he was outstanding. And he'll be he will be an absolute player. Like he'll be capped for stuff. Like, he'll get capped for Wales this season. 
<laughs> well, he's been called up to the under twenty one squad, so well done him. He's uh performance well has certainly gone unnoticed. So well done uh to Beck. Um well deserved. Uh I think we already spoke last week, Mulligan and uh who else Cameron getting called up to the under twenty ones. Uh and I know everybody wants to see players called up to the first last first team uh for the, the country, but um it's good to see young players and the, the Dundee squad making these uh making the under twenty ones and whatnot because it just shows that they are up and comers. Mm-hmm. Gets them the experience of being away, obviously representing the national team. You know what I mean? Just builds character, matures them. Yeah. It's only going to benefit us, them, everybody. Yep. Um Paul, I think that's really Nothing much else to say this week. Um, we've had our gripes, we've had our moans, we've we've lavished praise where it's due as well. It's it's just been that young young Saturday football game that you know it's we've had the good and we've had the bad. Um, yeah. And but I do feel you know what I, I feel optimistic going forward. <clears throat> the the team, like I'm repeating myself for like the fifth time already this podcast, but we have a good solid team here. Good. You can see the progression. Squad. Yes, you can see the progression. That's it. And fair play to fucking the powers that be for backing Tony Dock and being able to obviously bring these boys in that have improved the team, improved the squad. I just want to say, I, I'm going to say, it, I fucking love Malachi Botang. <laughs> yeah, no, I will be honest and see the first couple of times he played, I wasn't oh, too, I wasn't sold on him, but since the Motherwell game, I have been, and yeah, he's, he's unbelievable, mate. Solid, yeah. So even he's just that, he, co- he covers every blade of grass. He's not one of these boys that's just with the ball at his feet. He wins headers and that as well. He challenges Abdi. He's just he's tremendous. Eh? Yeah, tremendous. I think I couldn't. I had my Sean Bum specs on when he first started playing for us. <laughs> get them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah I couldn't off. see past Sean Bum, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm still not going to do them dirty like that, right? <laughs> um, I just but, think this boy's just done. He's just, and he's 21. You know what I mean? He's Palace have got a player on their hands there, like. Yeah. See, the only thing when I'm looking at the players like Beck and Bortang and all that, it's you're looking at them and you're thinking that they are only here for one season because there's no way we will have them back next season. Well, let's just uh, enjoy it. Yeah, we've got to enjoy it while, while they're here um, because these players have got big futures ahead of them. Um, it might not be we Palace or Liverpool, but there will be a big future with them. Um, Absolutely. Wherever they go. But I think like the way Scottish football is money-wise to what English football is, they will earn their money someplace. Um, we won't be able to match any of that at all. So, well, admire them while they're here, which I'm sure everybody already is. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's it for the the main talking points this week. Um, we will move on to the Q&A, Paul, because I don't think there's much else, is there? No, I think that's about it. Obviously, international break, what is it, Cyprus and Cyprus on the Friday night, yeah. Um, Playing England. I think a win there. Doesn't mean, I don't think it means we go through, I'm not too sure. Um, But if we win, we could actually go through when we're playing England and the friendly. Yeah, so depending on results when we're playing England, we can actually qualify for European Championships then. Uh, Mm. We're we're no no, um, 
kick it, shoot myself in the foot here, Scotland, because I think they put like a percentage uh, rate of teams who will go through in this group stages, and Scotland have something like top with like 98.12 percent. Oh, that's really precise. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's better. But that's what they're saying. Um, I'm going well, to that, the Scotland-England game. I can't wait. So, is it, listen, see, if anybody's got a supporters bus, give us a shout. <laughs> You're still looking for your travel, oh, are you? Oh, uh, yeah, leaving it to the last minute, as per usual. <laughs> so there you go. But he obviously he's uh, hinting to give you uh, a free space. That's what he's doing. I'll pay for it. Come on, eh? <laughs> Come on, <to> Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Q&A. We put it out earlier today um, because I didn't want to put it out after uh, the game yesterday because (laughs) nobody would have gave us any questions. Everybody was so pissed off. So I left it. Let it settle a wee bit. So first one, um, Ian Ray, are you docking? Paul Gray has wages for missing episodes. (sighs) Well, I think him upgrading his internet is uh, making other money in his pocket already. So there'll be no docking of wages. (laughs) <laughs> he needs it. He needs uh, it after moving away from dial up to fiber. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely, I'm back. Back with a bang. <laughs> uh, Jake Shaw from the Dance Park Choir. So you each have to choose one player who fills all eleven positions. Example: eleven Cammy Kers. Who mm. are your Who are you choosing, and why? Um, whose team of one player wins? Right, Paul. You got somebody lined up. Is it Dundee players or could it just be well, any? Because it's, we'll just go for Dundee players. Oh, okay. Mm, I'm going to go Dund- Darius Adamchuk. <laughs> Darius Adamchuk. See, I was going to go for Tamuri Kitspire. So that means if... if you can't teams- defend. <laughs> but then if we pitted both teams together, it would be I'd probably abandoned because there'd be so many red cards. Imagine <laughs> 11 Adamchuk's coming up against 11 Kitspires. Carnage. Absolute carnage. (laughs) Bard would be a play left, right and centre, by the way. I'd be definitely saying Darius the pole, purely because he could defend, he could play in the middle, he could score goals. Aye, we'll get to Darius. Darius would win. For my non-Dundee player, I was going to say Wayne Rooney. (laughs) I was actually going to narrow it down and go bald Wayne Rooney. (laughs) Flabbergasted. Because you'd think somebody you'd go with like the original Ronaldo nine. Yeah, but he can't defend. Know? This is the question. He's got and to play you've got all defending. Mate, have you seen Wayne Rooney tackle? And uh, again, bald Wayne Rooney tackle. Incredible. I'm not having it. I'm not having I'm, it. Right, I'm going to send you videos. Like. I don't want any videos sent. I'm well, not listening. Sent. I'm sending I will them right not now. Watch them videos. I'll tell you I've that. I've got them lined up. Ready to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's a a good one from Double D. So this one, straight away, I've not, but Paul probably have a good answer for this one. So have you got any close or distant relatives that wore the dark blue? My grandfather's cousin played for Dundee, 1939-40, Doug Davidson. Inside forward, he had a broad record two, played three, won three and scored three. Um, Warrant interrupted everything and he then went on to sing for uh, East Fife on his return. Um, so mm. I've absolutely nobody that... That's cool as anything, by the way, that's I know. I love him. I love like when you read stuff like this about uh, cool players that you've yeah, got relatives that have played. Um, but Paul, I believe that you've got uh, a, a good one. 
Yeah, one of like Dundee's first uh, goalkeepers, Francis Barrett. It's uh, mum's side, great, 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 great grandfather. Um, he's one of the first Dundee players to win a cap for Scotland. I think there was three of them at the same time. When you got two caps for Scotland, they end up signing for Man U. Oh, it was Newton Heath, but yeah. Great, 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 great grandfather, Francis Barrett. Look him up. He's yeah. in the, I'm sure he's in the Dundee goalkeepers. Greats, the book by Kenny Ross. I'm sure he gets yeah. a mention in there, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he's in that definitely in that one. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I've actually got his profile to upload to the D archive what? from Kenny Ross. So I'll need to do that. Oh, that's okay. Um so I'll, I'll do that for you. Um, Thanks, mate. Yeah. Still try to track down the cap, so but yeah, we don't speak to that family. I think probably. it was against Wales he won it. I'm gonna stick my my neck on the line and say Wales. I'm not too sure, mate. I'm not hundred percent, like hmm. honestly. Right, I'll agree okay. with you because you are the D archive. Oh, do not agree with me, mate. So many <laughs> things I've got wrong is unbelievable. I thank God that everybody's there to kind of spot them before other people do. <laughs> Send me in. Change this. Change that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Graham Smith. Graham Smith. What Duh. age are you both? Can accept your first answer only. So I'm fifty eight. Obviously, what was that when I done the BBC Sports Sound podcast? Asked me that. No, I didn't even ask me. I told them I was thirty nine. I'm a thirty nine year old supporter. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. Dundee win absolutely nothing when I'm like I'm actually thirty eight. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm thirty five. I'm maybe thirty six this month though. But I know why Graham's asked that because obviously bumped into him after the game when we had a pint, and I just decided to blurt out I was thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I felt like that after watching that game. I'd aged three years. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, if you've aged three years, wonder what your hairline aged. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, you you wouldn't say that if you were in the same room as us. Oh, hundred percent, no. It'd be all nice it is. You get a slap, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gordon Cook, how did Paul? It's all, it's all about Paul. It's <laughs> grand return. Um, how did Paul Gray enjoy his pre-match entertainment? And he's left a few uh, boxing glove emojis. So I don't know about this, but I'm going to take it there was a box a boxing machine someplace. No, uh, right. nothing to do with me either. Obviously, me and my mate Steve, we got on our seats. Gordon and Graham are there on the other side of the aisle, and <laughs> the row in front of us and the row in front of them. Let's just say there was an argument ensued and. Um, no being funny, there was there was arms flailing like there was oh, a, it was a proper scrap scrap with Dundee fans. But see, the mate, oh, mate had, like I'm amazed nobody decked it. Like fair play to them, must have been tough guys. Like, but the mental part was after this like two minutes of punching and throwing, it was they just sat back down in their chairs, like nothing had <laughs> happened, like nothing genuinely like nothing had happened. But I'm pretty certain they left. They must have left like half an hour into the game, probably to finish it off. I don't know, but <laughs> and then all of a sudden the the SES boys came and sat basically in the rows in front of us. The wee boy Levi with his drum, telling you, pff, unbelievable. By the way, any Dundee song that was getting belted out, he had a beat for it. He was brilliant. I even had a go, but obviously I had about six, seven pints, so I lost my sense of uh, rhythm a wee bit. But it was a good time. <laughs> How could you lose your rhythm when you never had it? Oh, well, mate, I've always had it. <laughs> I was about to say something, but then I better not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say keep it PG, but it's definitely not PG, this one. Um, 
that's uh oh for fuck's sake <laughs> oh moving on from the childish mm. remarks uh <laughs> even hampton from uh his dtv commentator and host of the dark blue preview show on dtv um finished the following sentence own beck is the best left back we have had since ethan's mullet <laughs> there's nothing good about that true <laughs> no, uh, that, I'm that, that's a tough one like because i mean i know folk will probably go instantly maybe with nathan ralph you know what i mean well, aye. Um, for me, for Scythe, uh, or just purely because I want to pluck a name out the air, Marcelo Morocco. I was going to go with wee Marcelo Morocco. Like. I always thought he was so underrated at Dundee. Yeah, but then I was only about 15 at the time, so um, I don't know if many fans probably, would probably agree with that. I loved him. I loved him as well. But I'd, I'd probably go for Scythe. Aye, for Scythe, probably, yeah. He, again, he had he was a player that had it all. Kevin Holt. You can, um, Holt could be in there, but then... No, decided, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> He decided, not. I liked Kevin Holt, and I thought he was quite unfairly, like, he made mistakes. He made mistakes that cost games, um, none more so than the bloody Rangers game in the Scottish <laughs> Cup quarter-final. But I do feel like he became a little bit of a target of uh, from people, I didn't want to use the term boo boys, because... It, but I was, if you know what I mean. Um, he's just been doing this entire episode. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but he's at the equation, though, because he's signed for the dark side. So well done, the boys that first, first seen it and booed him well beforehand. Mm. Yeah, um, he is. Matty Lockwood, I've always thought was solid. Though his ah. legs kind of started going near the end. Um, I've always thought I was like Matt Lockwood. But yeah, for Scythe. Go yeah, for I'll go with Scythe. Yeah. Yeah. Go with it. So that's it. That's the last question of the for this episode. Um, we won't be back next Monday, but we will be back. We won't be doing a live pod. We've already got one recorded. Uh, it's already lined up. It's a player interview. Um, it is a really good one, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul would have been involved in it, mm-hmm. but Paul's internet decided again. We've as a I've mentioned it a few times, his internet decided to give up the ghost just before the beginning, and I mean literally just before the beginning of the podcast. Still raging about it. Still raging about it. Get logged in. All right, guys, how would it? (laughs) Boom, gone. Still livid about this, but I'm absolutely choking to listen to it. It'll be brilliant. Well, Danny boy had to hold it together because we had a big plan. Who would Say what? No, no, say what? But who would ask what and all that? Eh? So, um, but yeah, we had our really notes. Good. We had our notes for questions. <laughs> yeah. It was already in ready to go. I'd been rehearsing them. Wi-Fi's looking solid. Oh wait, no, it's not. And that's what prompted me to bin that Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes. So it's a it's a good podcast. Everybody will enjoy it. Um, and yeah, that's it. So, Paul. We'll see you in two weeks' time, I guess. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully everybody enjoys this podcast, regardless of what happened on Saturday. We can all laugh sure. about it now. We can I'm all sure. laugh about it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way we will. But yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time to speak about the Celtic game. So thank you very much for listening, and goodbye for now. Goodbye for now.